Hello, I'm Astrid. And I'm Sophie. This is Not By Accident, a documentary podcast series about choosing to become a single mother and coping with being one. Not By Accident, a podcast about me and my mum. If this is the first time you're listening, it will make more sense if you start at the beginning. This is episode 20, The Tunnel. Sometimes the grind of life can get you down. That's where I am as we reach spring 2014. The birds are singing again. The walks between childcare and home become a lovely opportunity to be together. You facing me in the pram so we can chat happily, stopping to pick wildflowers beside the path. Each day a little brighter than the last. But I'm tired, always tired. I'm unhappy at work. My teaching feels superficial compared to before. The power plays in the office exhaust me. I struggle to find my role again in the shifting landscape at work and the role of work in the shifting landscape of my life. I have a dull ache in a tooth that my Australian dentist told me needs root canal therapy. I can't deal with this now. I can't handle this on top of everyday survival. It's the first thing to flare up when my immunity is low, but I try to pretend it's not happening. Later. I'll deal with it later. From nowhere, you begin waking through the night, screaming inconsolably. I don't know what it is. Growing pains? Wonder weeks? It's unbearable, watching your pain. Life had settled into a rhythm that seemed okay. And during the day, you mostly are yourself. But now this. The fever comes and brings some clarity. I think it's your ears. The doctor confirms an infection. And antibiotics add stomach upset to your issues before clearing the problem for now. We sleep again. We can push on as long as we can sleep. I see the long summer break coming like a light at the end of the tunnel. And I know I can push on. Three years. It's taken me three years to deal with that tooth. An ever-present albatross I could sometimes ignore, but knew the passing of time was making worse. I put it off until I couldn't anymore. It was stupid to leave it, but I've been lucky again. I knew it could spread and become dangerous. I knew living with infection was affecting my general health. But it was the time... It was the money, and it was the pathological struggle of a mother to put herself first. How do you prioritise something you know will be painful, expensive, will require other sacrifices, that will leave you with nothing to show for it? If emergency oxygen is required, a mask will appear from above you. Pull down on it firmly to activate the flow of oxygen. The counterintuitive wisdom of that airline safety announcement has often played in my head. Once you are breathing normally, you can help other people, including children. That's how. Just got into the car. Um, I can't feel my, my... My lip is all numb. I'm just looking at my face. I can see creases across my mouth where it was 
being held open by one of the clips and then around the tops of my eyebrows from the big glasses that I had to wear, protective glasses. Uh, my whole body just feels like I need to I need to rest. But I was lying there through some of it thinking this is like this is nothing compared to childbirth. I could almost at a few points I almost fell asleep. I don't know what it is. It's like maybe it's the emotional thing of just letting go as well, just deciding right. I am, I am entirely in your hands and I trust you and I'm grateful <laughs> to have somebody just take over. I feel so tired and powerless. With the pain in my head last week came nights of insomnia, a racing heart and anxiety. It was about more than the tooth. It was about the money, the podcast, the moths, the feeling that life was beating me. I don't, I'm in my 40s. I should be able to look after my own bloody teeth. I reached the point where my credit card's maxed out as well, which has been just slowly, slowly working its way up because I just haven't quite been able to afford my life, my rent, my food and childcare. We've really spent so little else other than those things in this past year. But the month by month, you know, I've just had to put a little bit on the credit card and it's been slowly, slowly going up and it's been my little safety net until it wasn't anymore, until it was this terrible burden. <sighs> when I got to the point where I realised I can't pay my rent next uh, my rent's due this week. I realised last week I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. That's the first time that's happened. I'm just... The only thing, the only option left to me was to ask for help. Another ad revenue statement arrived and made me snap out of my long-held fantasy. It's more like pocket money than a living wage. My estimates were so far off I feel ridiculous. I'll need a tenfold increase in audience numbers to make this a realistic long-term proposition. I have to think. The moths haven't helped. We moved back home last month to an infestation. Grubs and cocoons in our clothes, your toys, and under our feet in the carpet. I'm repulsed. I set off bug bombs, which mostly work, but the moth damage is devastating. And now they've started coming back. I've had to throw away precious hand knits made for you by Granny and Jenny and beloved clothes of mine. It's so upsetting and so disgusting that I created an out-of-bounds area in our small apartment. It took a month to reopen the door. So it's another problem I need to throw money at. I need to bring in pest control to eradicate them. I'm pretty sure the carpet needs replacing the moths have eaten so much of it up that they're, when I vacuumed, their big patches of carpet came up with it. It's made me feel so upset and just like I want to move the hell out of there as quickly as possible. It's, oh. I don't know what's wrong with me that I can't just rise above it, sort it out. It won't go away by itself. 
just like the tooth. Then, as it is since you came along, in the middle of my little crisis, an oasis. Am I going to be four? You're going to be four when you wake up. I'm not going to have a birthday party. I can't believe it. No. <laughs> when I'm turning four in the morning, I, I, I might be a big girl. <laughs> yes, you will. You will be a big girl. Do you think there'll be new things you can do? Yep. Yep. You are so filled with joy, really aware of what your birthday means for the first time. Are these all for me? <laughs> they are. Yes, I love like the are. flower. Yeah, I thought you would like that. You can open that one first if you want. Okay. This is so beautiful. <laughs> So excited to be running with the tribe of cousins. <laughs> They're pretty lucky cousins, aren't they, to all be able to do this? Well, they're so lucky to do this. all through the camera. Yeah. yeah. So many families like ours, you know, half of them live in Sydney or Melbourne yeah. or New York. Or hey, where's Berkey? Hey! hey. <laughs> they went that way. <laughs> it's, just, it's a great part. They went that way. It sounded like something out of a western. So excited about your Hello Kitty cake <laughs> made by Granny. Vicky, do you not, don't you want to finish your cake? Yeah. You only want ice. Hey, it's pretty good cake. Yeah, it's the ice. Um, mm. This is ridiculous that in cold air. I now get terrible asthma and lose my voice. Oh, oh no, sure. I have Yeah. Mum, why have you lost your voice? Because my chest got too cold and my chest isn't very strong at the moment. And all those chest infections I had this year. Uh, Mum, maybe there's ice in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> During the celebrations, I take my dad aside. Enough of living in denial. I get that these are the problems of a privileged person with a privileged life. I get that they're hardly even real problems, but I'm not coping. I think it's just coming back to money more than anything and thinking, I can't deal with these problems without money. And I don't want to ask for money when I'm I've made this decision not to have a job and to try and survive so that I can devote myself to telling our story. And no one should have to pay for that but me. Astrid shouldn't have to pay for that and my dad shouldn't have to pay for that. It's my decision and it shouldn't have a bad effect on anybody else. But it is now. I applied for some arts funding and didn't get it several months ago and I and that was okay, you know, I was kind of okay with it. I've just been feeling like it's gonna work out, the advertising's gonna to start to pay enough. 
Yeah, so it's time for me to make some changes. Because I can't live without money anymore. My body, my health, my apartment, my car, everything is just falling down around me because I can't maintain it because of because of the money and it's taking a real emotional toll. I'm on a slippery slope to the dark places in my mind that I don't want to visit ever again. Maybe these are the symptoms, not the problem. My dad has often offered help, financial and practical, and now I'm going to tell him just how much help I need and accept it gratefully. I don't feel proud of myself, but I'm depleted financially, creatively, personally. He doesn't hesitate. He will bail me out, pay for the tooth, pay down the credit card, alone until my circumstances change. My stress levels decrease. I can manage our modest life with this help. I can sleep again. It's a year since I started making this podcast. 20 episodes. A wonderful, exciting, terrifying, disappointing, exhausting, exhilarating year. I've been motivated to put this project ahead of all else for you, Astrid, and for the incredible privilege and joy of making what feels like a culmination of my life's work for you. But also for all the people who have listened, cared, been moved by our story, written to tell me theirs. For my optimistically naive self, believing I could turn this into an actual living, a new career, living off my own creative work. For my network, Wondery, who took a punt on me, and the advertisers, with the reasonable expectation that I bring out episodes regularly on schedule. For my family and friends, whose belief in me I've not wanted to disappoint. For all of you. I haven't wanted to let you down, so I haven't allowed myself to take a real break. And making this podcast all alone is hard. It's hard work. And it's emotionally hard. I should have prioritised myself a little higher. Maybe one day I'll learn that lesson. I've wandered into another dark tunnel. I should have seen it coming. I'm going to work on getting some audio freelance jobs. I almost got one the other week, actually, which would have just been a bit of a... uh, It just would have taken a huge amount of pressure off financially because it would have been like a big chunk of money all arriving at once just to just like a reset button okay you can pay your bills you can have a little bit of money to do some essential things and then you're back at zero but um I didn't get it which was pretty pretty demoralizing I came very close (laughs) that's happened to me before I don't know, <laughs> quite a lot actually. I've quite often come second in my life, like, been told, well, I'm sorry you didn't get it, but we thought you were great, and, you know, next time. <laughs> it's happened to me with jobs, 
and um, grants and all kinds of things. <laughs> anyway, it happened to me with this. This week I just reached a turning point. I reached the point of having to put my pride aside, be incredibly vulnerable and ask for help. My body has gone limp. <laughs> I've just laid myself out here and said, I can't do this by myself. It's time to call this the end of season one. Our story is too important to me to churn it out. I want it to be wonderful. I will rest, take stock, get life under control, live a little, make some money, try to be a better than usual mother, daughter, sister, friend. I'll read, watch and listen to other people's stories and slowly make our way back to ours. With all my heart, passion, energy and focus, the way I started a year ago. Sometimes the grind of life can get you down, and sometimes that means it's time to adjust course. It's time for some light. I'll be back with Series 2 in June. I'm already looking forward to it. This production is made by me, Sophie Harper, in partnership with Wondery. I'm supported by generous listeners and the Australian Cultural Fund. <laughs> music by Chris Zabriskie and Candle Gravity. Add music by Break for Free. <laughs> Thanks to my colleagues, my family, my friends and my daughter for supporting me in life and in making this story. Sleep well, little birthday girl. Sleep well, pee-pee bum. <laughs> and thank you to you for listening. Goodbye, everyone.